so Dan, what don't start sentences like that, man. That pisses me off. Don't start sentences by so. Please Dan. don't. I. You know what, man? No, I'm gonna say this. I'm sorry, Kelsey. That uh, by the way, guys, uh, I'd like to welcome our guest Kelsey Volk to the show. Uh, Kelsey, that really bothers me when people start their sentences off with so. It's the most condescending shit, and it bothers me. But Liam, go on. Th th thanks, Dan. I guess we're starting it off like this. Welcome Don't to the Foul Housemates podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking edit everything out. Don't I'm do edit it. out my life in five seconds if this doesn't stop. Um, but I stumbled upon, uh, or not I, uh, you stumbled upon and sent me a link to Richard Dweck's uh, pro wrestling bio. Richard Dweck, good friend of the podcast. Uh, legendary friend of the podcast, Richard Dweck. I won't go that far. Uh, or we could now call him uh, Triple D, because uh, it's right now here. Richard Robert Dweck, which is his middle name, which is uh, Dick Dick Dweck, apparently. Uh, based that was on the what... worst game I ever played in elementary school. Isn't? Did you say Robert or Richard? Robert. It's Richard Robert Dweck. <laughs> That's... That's his real name. But with the the second dick coming. His it, dad said, look at his... Can you imagine him being birthed? And it's like, yo, we gotta name this kid Dick twice. Dick is not a, a nickname for Robert, is it? Yes! <laughs> oh, man. See? Oh, man. See? It's like, his name has such a profound meaning now. Kelsey, you've seen Rich in sweatpants, correct? I've seen many of Richard's sweatpants. I didn't know he had more than one pair. Oh, you've seen the red pair. You've seen the red pair. You've seen I, I the stained pair. I thought, those were like, pair. I thought those were like lounge smoking pants. I didn't think those were actual sweatpants. They're made of cotton. Definitely. <laughs> They're made of cotton candy. He just eats <laughs> them throughout the night. But yeah, he's got... He's got um, he created a biography for himself as a uh, professional wrestler. And at the end of the, at the end of his career, <laughs> he apparently got a, uh, a neck injury, but it was nothing to worry about. It's not, you know, he didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. It was just a career ending injury that you don't have to worry about involving necks. He, he, he was worked, forced to. Yeah. He worked, he worked in <laughs> he was NWA. Forced into retirement. He, he worked. He was in a famed rivalry with Dean Ambrose as a baby face. Uh, and was... then he suffered a minor <laughs> neck injury in June 25th, where he executed a suicide dive in his debut match against De uh, Jason Styles. This was his first injury, but he is... In, in is... over five years of wrestling. In over five years of wrestling, apparently, uh, he, he yeah, apparently, and he also he also did commentary for a Rumble of the Roses tournament, which was held oh, in that. England with his co-host uh, Looney Lane. Which Dan, please, for the love of God, can we find that video somewhere? I need that video. Oh, here in we my go. Life. In in oh nine. In oh nine. He did play-by-play -play commentary. Dweck the did play-by... <laughs> he did commentary. He did nothing but commentary in 09. Then 2010, it just says face turn, and that's it. So I imagine he was a <laughs> heel commentator 
for the and then 2011 really nothing until the last six weeks of summer when he joined the summer program of his junior high school drama teacher, Mr. O'Keefe's improv. Now he's mixing his real life in with fucking wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, like, he has to juggle. He has to juggle his famed rivalry with Dean Ambrose in between Mr. O'Keefe's improv career. <laughs> this is, I, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Cause this, this biography is fucked from the beginning. Oh no, but we got, but there's more to it, Dan. Like we haven't even talked about the snap DDT to kneeling opponent known as the RDDT. That's also known as the Richard Dweck DDT. <laughs> or the rich kick, which is a super kick, which you cannot <laughs> The that's that's just him getting off stage. <laughs> We've seen him get on and get off stage. That man cannot do a super kick. The, the, uh, the and, then, and and then there's the Dweckinator, which is a snapmare driver. That sounds like a vehicle from Mad Max. Uh, the the Dweckinator. The Dweck. Watch out for the Dweckinator. It's got Dweck. it's got spikes all over it. God damn! He has like he has like half of the 2008 WWE rosters. I've never he, li he literally list his signature moves. He has twelve finishing moves. No one has that many. <laughs> yeah, one of them is a leaping high knee done by Evan Thorne. <laughs> so he's ripping off other people's moves. Oh my god! And then we get to the music <laughs> portion of it. Oh, now this one, this really made me upset, man. Kelsey, do you know of a band called 12 Stones? 12 Stones? No. 12 Stones. They, uh, I, wait, wait, wait. Are you familiar with Evanescence, Chelsea? I mean, uh, uh, are you familiar with the band Evanescence? Yes. And they're in their, uh, 2000, I believe it was 2003 uh, smash hit, Bring Me to Life. Right. <laughs> Uh, the lead singer, I believe, of Twelve Stones was the guy on that song. You know, like the uh, the the male vocal part. Wake me up. That's yeah. He fronts this band, Twelve Stones. Wow. Okay. So that's that's just okay. So th th we're we're bringing you up to speed with what this kind of sounds like. And uh, yeah, yeah. That's Rich's main entrance theme. I listened to this song, and within ten seconds of listening to Anthem of the Underdog by Twelve Stones. <laughs> I knew oh immediately, <laughs> I knew immediately that it was a Christian rock band. Uh, well, you're, you're not a fan of Christian rock, Kelsey? Uh, it, it, I guess it depends if it's like fully shrouded or, but I don't know. As long as, they rip off, know. as long as they rip off you two in some way musically, you're okay with it. <laughs> they do that man if you listen to these christian rock bands no matter what era they are really ripping off you too when <laughs> how <laughs> well what era you two? are we talking like vertigo you two no listen to the joshua tree and then listen to all of christian rock <laughs> just 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 the song where the streets have no name the every musical bit of that has been regurgitated by the entire genre of Christian rock. See, I feel as though Christian rock is like one part walking in Memphis by, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's already a bad part. And, and, and one, one part, um, 
and what one one part like the worst tape from like skillet like that's that's just all christian <laughs> rock skillet is christian rock though i know you gotta, no you can't you can't do an example of the same example you have to they have to rip they can't rip themselves off i was gonna say trapped but i <laughs> i, I want to save that for later um but oh my god wait what what part of you two sounds like winger though Winger is not Christian Rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, no, no, no. Oh, Striper. Fuck, I fucked up the joke. There you go. No, no, I no, no, no. no. We're, we're leaving metal out of it. We're just going on mainstream Christian Rock. I should have prefaced that. Christian metal. I have I some of uh, bands that I really enjoy are c- considered Christian metal acts. And I've seen them live as well. So we can't knock it. Are you all... Christian? Who? Creed. Creed. <laughs> I don't know who the hell is a Christian rock group that's mainstream. Skillet. <laughs> Skillet's not mainstream. They are I'm so. sorry. Skillet's not mainstream. Don't get that Fuck out. You, bro. <laughs> that's very Skillet Christian is so of mainstream, you. bro. That's very Christian of you, Dan Caprio. <laughs> Fuck off. And God bless. Get bless up. Hashtag bless up. I hope God bless. God damn. Now go now listen to Skillet and tell me other <laughs> What about POD? P- is POD Christian Rock? I thought they were just <laughs> new metal. Fuck, fuck yeah. Yeah, uh, well believe me, I as as some now Liam, you might find this surprising, but as someone who saw POD live at a Christian music festival in the year 2000. <laughs> let that marinate for a second. <laughs> I w- on my I was not dragged to this. I was like, oh, POD's going to be there? Yo, we are there. A hundred degrees outside. It was called the Purple Door. I still have the CD, too, because they were handing out shit. Purple Door Music Festival 2000. P.O. Payable on death. Mainstream. All right. I would would say P.O. Still don't even know. Why are you listening to, why are you going to a Christian music festival? Why? Why not? Many reasons. I- Where else am I going to get fucked up underage? <laughs> Guess literally, that's a good literally point. anywhere. <laughs> Where else am I going to be able to listen to jamming ass uh, mainstream Christian rock and get fucked up underage? Wait, there you're going to have to go Spo- to a Christian. Spoiler music. alert: neither of those things happened. <laughs> you didn't I'm get shocked. fucked up underage, Dan. That's surprising. Not at the not at the Purple Door Music Festival or Creation Fest, which was like the Christian Woodstock. <laughs> I I swear to God, and and I'll say this as a uh, as a nice side story, I uh, I didn't go to the bathroom uh, for five straight days while I was there because I was eating nothing but Cheetos and hot dogs. That was my diet at Creation Music. Fest. I believe that was also in two thousand. Um, so I, I eventually did have to go to the bathroom on day five. And I didn't want to use the porta potties, so I went. We had we built an outdoor shower uh, around our camping area, and I took a plastic bag in there and I defecated in that plastic bag. I thought a cinder block hit the floor. That's how it was. Nothing but cheese its and hot dogs that had coagulated into what was like a twenty pound uh, dumbbell that fell out of my anus into the makeshift shower area. That still so doesn't up. explain. That still bless, doesn't explain. Ru- bless down. That doesn't explain why you were at a Christian rock festival, though. Because I, I rock, bro. I, I fucking rock hard. So I got to, you know, 
it, it that's the next best thing to Woodstock. Is going to a <laughs> cr- oh, fuck off, Dan. Having to shit your man-made we shower. We out to showers out here, yo. <laughs> well, you have me go to the the gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> Can you imagine why I shit there? Gathering of the Juggalos is a little bit more respectable than going to Christian Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah cannibal, cannibal Corpse headline. <laughs> I would love to do a comedy set at the Gathering of the Juggalos. That even if it nuts. went, even if it, even if they booed me off stage, I would still be able to use that video. Yeah, yeah, that'd be tight. Um... Kelsey, would you perform at the <laughs> Gathering of the Juggalos if they gave you a uh, time slot? If I got a time slot, absolutely. You you don't mind that there's it, – it's it's literally <laughs> they live up to the – it's a gathering of Juggalos, a lar- large gathering. We're talking like that's the, the insane clown Correct. posse people, right? Yeah, I mean, if I got a time slot, why not? And if they – like you said, like if they boo me off stage, if I <laughs> – even if I die. They wouldn't just what? boo you off stage, though. Wait, They'd, wait. like, throw bricks at your head and, like... <laughs> I said, even if I die, it would be an interesting... Kel- Kelsey, what if they could only pay you in Fago? Fago? They'd pay her in oh. acid tabs and, well. like, mescaline. Oh, I'd be there in a heartbeat, then. <laughs> I, would, I would enjoy I know, the shit out of the Gathering of the Juggalo Festival. God and damn. poop there. Oh man, that'd be a that'd be a nice uh, that'd be a nice soft one, God. nice and nice and leisurely, a nice soft one, just like this intro to the third episode <laughs> of the Foul Housemates podcast. How's it going, everyone? It's been like what ten minutes into this goddamn thing. I'm Liam Wolf, joined every week by my co-host and sometimes re- re- regrettable comrade Daniel DiCaprio. And this week, we've got a fantastic guest this week. We got Kelsey Volk. Kelsey Volk. She's an artist, a performer, an editor, uh, the creative mind juggalo. behind the, the uh, secret juggalo, covert juggalo. Uh, the, um, she is a, uh, uh, so many things. 97,000 things. Baby killer. <laughs> That's just disrespectful to oh. say to your guest. Kelsey, how are you doing? She do you regret coming right on to choose. <laughs> Kelsey, did you see the uh, juggle baby funeral video? <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. There is a uh, well. No, I, I shouldn't interrupt you. Uh, what were you saying? Oh, then have you seen the Juggalo baby funeral video? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yes, this is real. I, I think I've definitely they, heard um, you talk about they it. De- de- they decorated a young, uh, young fallen Juggalo, uh, uh, young fallen Juggalo comrade, uh, a baby, uh, baby casket. Uh, they decked it out in ICP memorabilia, and I believe the uh, the entire event was sponsored by Fago. They threw Joker cards in the casket. Okay, but like funerals aren't aren't inherently religious. They're just all I pay to my kid, yo. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god, Dan! I remember this night that you were recounting the Juggalo baby funeral to people and. <laughs> 
I was high on shrooms and I was like losing my mind watching you just slowly lose your own mind laughing so... hysterically to the I mean, same joke that you're telling I'm... right now. <laughs> I'm laughing, dude. I'm laughing, and it is funny to me. But dude, it is—it's a dark. That is a dark subject, man. That's a, you lost your baby, <laughs> and your yeah. And their community's coming together to to help them get their grandparents were there, and the the mother and father of the child were both in face paint at their baby's funeral. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why you got such a what such a bone to pick with the juggalos trying to honor their fallen baby. Oh, so I, don't you're think okay with I don't. This. I don't think it's beef. I just think that he really wants to laugh at dead juggalo children. No, no. <laughs> I will not. I'm not Sick. on board with you there, Liam. I, I, I know you aren't, Dan. <laughs> I know you aren't. Anybody that doesn't believe any of us can watch this vid. It's, it's, it's out there. It's just out for for people to view. It's not like I, if this was like a private video or like a video that somebody sent me of one of their relatives, then, yeah, this would be a different situation. This is in the public domain. Somehow. I didn't really mean to bring the whole podcast down in the beginning. Uh, that's the beauty of this podcast. Sometimes we go real off topic uh, immediately. This this podcast was a mistake. <laughs> no, don't ever say that, Liam. Don't you ever say, especially when when it involves me. <laughs> But 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 Dan, you and I, we were both on a show, performed, created, and organized by Kelsey. That was the last show we were both on before allegedly. the wonderful, the wonderful what allegedly both of us were on, or what do you mean allegedly? Dan, go on. Oh god damn it! Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck up my goddamn intro. Uh, so, so Are we Kelsey, still on the intro? I, we're not on the intro, Dan. You already fucked up half of the goddamn fucking intros I try to put on this fucking. Don't thing. edit any of this out. <laughs> yeah, all of it's staying in. I'm like, <laughs> go ahead, Kelsey. You're on. You're on the foul house. Foul housemates you. podcast. Hashtag foul housemates. So. so... <laughs> You big Breaking Benjamin fan there, Chelsea? Uh, Kelsey? Breaking Benjamin? Oh. Good. God. Not an example of Christian rock, but it may as well be. So, Kelsey. Don't say so, the, man. I, Dan, shut up. <laughs> Kelsey, we, we, we were all collectively on this show. Cabinet Q or Cab... Cab... I... I I, 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 cabaret. Sorry, I. I like that song, Captain. What is he? The Indian in a cupboard or something? We're, we're technically there's always an Indian in every cupboard. Dan. That's racist. They come in. Is it racist, Dan? That's, that's definitely. There's an Indian in every cupboard, and by Indian you have to be more specific now. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're right. I'm sorry. There's always a microscopic Native American in every cupboard. It just comes oh, with the I, cupboard. I, I thought I opened up my my brand new cabinet door and it says "Approved by Rajneesh." <laughs> Dan, that's racist. <laughs> you put it on. What? <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> Quality control by. 
the pool. That's a good cabinet, man. Go on, Kelsey. I'm not saying anything. Kelsey, you're on. Say what? I don't know. What was Liam talking about? I've been trying oh, the to Indian talk Indian about the Indian goddamn... Dan, fucking Christ. I've been trying to talk about the last show we were all on collectively. Hashtag Cabaret Q. Yes. And we're at the moment right now. Uh, how did you think the show turned out? Uh, did you enjoy the the uh, attendance? And did you receive any hateful backlash like Dan did on every one of his videos? Just one. <laughs> Um, well, obviously, I think the uh, attendance could have been higher, but given the circumstance, the show was on March 15th, I believe two days allegedly. later, um, allegedly, two days later on March like 17th, uh, St. Patrick's Day, um, everything kind of shut down, and it was like the stay-home order thing, so the 15th things were kind of like rearing up, and people were starting to social distance, and um, try to stay home. They didn't need to be out. And so I got a lot of people telling me that they weren't going to come after saying, like I said, obviously the attendance could have been better, but I was actually happy with the outcome um, for what I guess we had to deal with. It was a pretty um, decent sized like crowd for the performers, I think. And I think it was a good energy as well. So I was really pleased everything despite the circumstances um we you had a few actually like you had you had a few call outs from the show um one of them i i i replaced uh unfortunately dan was not replaced um how how you guys made out pretty all right overall you got mad lee mr lucas moonglow friends of the mm -hmm. podcast uh good friend of the podcast joey rosenberg it, it, it was actually a pretty tight night honestly all things considered yeah, like, and, and I, it's, uh, sucks because I think if there hadn't been so much hysteria about coronavirus or if the coronavirus wasn't even a thing, I think it probably would have been a very, very big show. Um, but we made out, I guess, well enough us over for a little while. It was pretty stellar. It's just really heartbreaking that, like, is just like I remember I was I last minute on that show I was supposed to be on Comrades uh which was uh John Beecroft's next show and then uh like everything just everything's been canceled so it was sort of like one last hurrah even though like there was a little bit of that paranoia seeping in I know friend of the podcast Michael Arnold was walking around looking like <laughs> looking like fucking sub zero uh <laughs> But yeah, no, I think it went well. Dan, how did how did you feel? I I guess I care. Thank you, comrade. I uh, <laughs> it was the best night of my entire life. I came ten times that night. <laughs> I told my mom that too on the phone the next day. Cause uh, fun fun <laughs> trivia about my mom: uh, she was born on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, did not know that. She got that. She got a phone call from her son. Uh, uh, telling her about my uh, ecstasy in life. Which was doing ecstasy? No, I don't support ecstasy. I only support natural ecstasy by performing stand-up comedy. Okay, Dan. Okay, Dan. <laughs> and going to Christian music festivals. I still can't believe you did that. Don't like, hate, how, bro. How, how old were you that you were going to Christian not metal? Say, I'm not saying. <laughs> not, we are not. I already mentioned a year. I probably shouldn't have mentioned that. 
And I, I said POD, so that kind of dates it, too. Um, we're not going into age. We aren't. I was also listening to POD, Dan. <laughs> it's not surprising. So I, oh, you fucking dick. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Well, we were the youth of the nation at one point. We were, we were. Allegedly. <laughs> dick, dick. God almighty. God almighty. So, um, Dan, since you're revealing yourself to be a 25-year-old fan of new Metal, um, uh, Kelsey, Dan, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this. I know we're jumping, like, topic from topic. Who, like, we're just, there's no, there's no order. There's no order. You're here. There's no there's no order in this chaos mess. No, we haven't um, even gotten to mind topics. Uh we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But I found oh, no, out we did recently, the fake re- the fake wrestling bio was my idea. So it, it was your idea. Ourselves. Yeah. We certainly did. It was it was fun. Let me um, put an X next to that. But uh there we go. Uh I found out recently, so we all heard the news about uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater. One and two is going to be remastered. Uh, there's a petition online right now that is trying to get Trapped removed from the soundtrack. Do you guys know about this? Why? Why are they trying to do that, Liam? Because, uh, you know, Trapped, Trapped got some real bangers, though, man. Why wouldn't they want them on Tony Hawk's Pro they had, Skater? They, they're, 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 real, had, they're real rocking. For, first and foremost, they had one banger. And that they banger had multiple was bangers. questionable. I banged Dan, to Trapped. Dan, I lost my virginity in my car to trap, man. We go back. Dan, Only one of those things is true. Dan, you better back off before I take you on. Headstrong, I'll take on anyone. Well, you're going to have to take on a very uh, impressionable young virgin uh, coming out of his car with his pants around his ankles. You want to fight that guy? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll win. But uh, Trapped... Uh, came out during this whole pandemic uh, saying that it was fake news and that it was bullshit. So people are going out there and saying... The, ba- the band Trapped said that? The band Trapped. Did you the forget about band. this? <laughs> yes. Trapped. Trapped, uh, I believe they're Official Trapped. Yeah, Trapped Official. Uh, I believe oh, the lead singer's lead name singer. is, I believe, Jimmy Trapped. Jimmy Trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Is his name actually Jimmy Trapped? If it is, I, I swear to God, I'll never stop going after this band. <laughs> I, dedic- I dedicate my life to mocking this band. If the lead singer's name is Jimmy Trapped. Oh, uh, hold on, we need we need a we 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 need that right now. Hold on. Oh, but by the way, this is this is on topic, but a little off. Um, Liam, can I tell you a funny story about my ex girlfriend real fast? It'll only take a second. Uh, Speaking sure. Of, um, what? I'll just step out. Kidding. We can talk about our exes on the show just to preface everything. His name is Chris Taylor Brown. Okay. Not not Johnny Trapped. Although her I name, name was Trapped. not that. Oh, I thought you were saying my uh, ex. My ex was a man. Uh, no, no, it was in fact uh, it was a woman. Um, not named. Uh, what what's what's the real singer Trapped's name? Uh, Chris Taylor Brown. <laughs> Okay, not well. Great, he goes by three names. He's a, he's in line with everybody who tried to shoot a president. Anyway, I I was joking around with my ex girlfriend, and I was like, everybody knows that the found the guy who founded McDonald's, his name was Ray Kroc. You know that, right, Liam? Uh, yes. 
Yeah. But do you know uh, the, the name of the guy who founded Burger King? No. No, I didn't. Well, his name was Jimmy Burger. Did he trademark the name Burger? No, I, I paused for literally oh 10 God. seconds after that, and she smacked me in my shoulder. She's like, you're stupid. It's <laughs> a great memory. It's just a great memory that I have of my my ex thinking, this guy tells bad jokes, and he's not even a comedian yet. Oh, my. Jimmy <laughs> Burger is the founder of Burger King. <laughs> he was the Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Was this name actually it's Jimmy not, Burger? That, uh, no, it's not. No, I, don't, I actually oh, don't know who the founder of Burger King was. You liar. That, <laughs> I, I'm putting it out. That might be the stupidest joke I've ever written. And again, that was written years before I did stand-up comedy. God damn. So it's that, not Jimmy Trapped. It's uh, David Mark David Chapman is the, yeah, the lead ba- singer of Trapped. Basically. It's, uh, it, it's uh, Chris Taylor Brown is his name. And he uh, apparently went out on a on a on a limb and uh, uh, was like, "Oh, the fucking coronavirus! It's 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 fake news! It's bullshit!" And everyone roasted him for like a month. It was hysterical. So now the remastered's coming out of Tony okay. Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, and I didn't know that "Headstrong" by Trap <laughs> was on the soundtrack to Pro Skater One and or Pro Skater Two. I didn't know this either. I didn't know. So I found this petition on change.org for uh, uh, don't let Headstrong be on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered. Trapped is whack, and we ain't letting an amazing game be ruined by its Trapped's weak-ass song. That's well, all the get another tra- uh, it, Dude, just get Trapped's second biggest hit. No, I don't think that. I think I would think honestly, if anything, they should bring in ba- Breaking Benjamin. Kelsey, that, your thoughts? Or Third Eye Blind? I honestly don't listen to any of these bands. Oh, you, oh, well, oh Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack too high and mighty for the for the majestic Kelsey R. Volk. Ooh, there's not enough Stevie Nicks on the soundtrack. <laughs> Why don't you back up before I take you, you on, like Kelsey? I don't, okay. First of all, I don't like Stevie Nicks at all. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not a Phoenix TX fan. Everybody on the PlayStation. I never like playing video games. I Did said you you're to... not a Phoenix TX fan. Even I don't really do either. That so it's okay. What the fuck? I don't. I don't. This, I'm on. just naming. I'm rifling off Richard Dweck bands because he's he's <laughs> lapping this shit up. Hold hold on hold on. Kelsey, what, what the... would you put on the soundtrack? I don't know, but it certainly wouldn't be anything with Stevie Nicks. I'm like a little insulted right now. I would put, I would jam out to Stevie Nicks if I was skateboarding. That sounds pretty light. You would fucking fall into a coma. (laughs) While you're skateboarding, someone plays landslide and you just fall asleep. (laughs) No, or you just, you're just killed by falling rocks. <laughs> well, we said it was a blasting zone, bro. You shouldn't be skating here. <laughs> to my love, down. <laughs> just kick flips and everything. I don't know. I would. I. I don't skateboard, oh, but cool. I do know that when you go roller skating, they, listen, shut the fuck up. When you go roller skating, they play disco and funk and stuff love, like that from the seventies. I, I think disco. that would make a. Product. 
I have a Spotify. Yeah, I mean. Kelsey, I have Something a Spotify like that. playlist that's nothing but roller disco. I'm not kidding. I can show it to you right now. Dan, Dan, Dan I hate you so much. Right. Okay. Now. <laughs> Designated disco. Where do you go to a disco roller rink and you're just like, yo, hold up. Let me pull up my playlist. <laughs> Yeah, bounce rock skate all night long, bitch. Put on some you know what you know what I really need right now? I need some fucking Bootsy Collins and some fucking Fuck, Maya. Yeah. <laughs> I need some motherfucking chic up in this bitch. Hit me with that earth, wind, and fire right now. <laughs> God damn. So I wouldn't I would not be opposed to some disco replacement for trapped. Uh, no, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> I'm sho I'm shocked that this thing has like the. Dude, if they put if they put double Dutch bus in place of trapped, I'm on board with that, and that's a double entendre right there. <laughs> what the fuck is double Dutch bus? Wait, hold on. What's double Dutch bus? It's a great it's a great song. <laughs> you never heard that song, Liam? No. Oh, I, I double Dutch bus lyrics. The video sort of has mild pedophilic uh, undertones, but don't let oh, that dis get dissuade sick. you. Awesome. Just what I need. <laughs> that sounds lit. Kelsey, what? how do you feel about uh, uh, what, Liam? Uh, we, we mentioned them, I believe, on the last podcast, or it, it might have been even the uh, first one. Uh, remember Lost Prophets, Kelsey? The band? Lost More Prophets. in particular, the lead singer. I have to say oh, no. You're not a fan of I Ian have no Watkins. idea. <laughs> How about Ian, Ian Holm? I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. I don't know. I don't know who. How about Ian McKellen? What about Scott Ian? Ian McKellen? Wait, isn't that? The... Wait, isn't Ian? Uh, I'm confused. I have no idea what's going on. Ian McKellen, that old Ian guy. Ian McKellen's Gandalf. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he Ian has McKellen, his own band right? now. Ian McKellen does not have his own band. They're called the McKellenators. <laughs> Yeah, they play Irish folk music, but it has like a a, a nice a nice punk rock feel. They're trying to capture that Dropkick Murphys market. They incorporate a lot of lyrics about the 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 IRA, and they've been deemed very controversial in certain circles. They have a song called the They have a song called the Crying Game, which is very it's a real tearjerker. <laughs> Does it? Is it also a song about having sex with a a, a, a trans transgender? No, woman? it's a song about car bombs. <laughs> what? The... Oh, I forgot. Yeah, the drug, not the real thing. I forgot the other half of the crying game was about the IRA. I forgot about that. Oh man. So so. What so, were you saying, Liam? So what? What about lost profits again, Dan? Did you just want to do a conversation about lost profits? For the no, week? Kelsey doesn't know who the, Kelsey doesn't know who lost profits are. Well, that's unfortunate. Does she know? No, Kelsey, it is fortunate. You, Kelsey, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Kelsey, do you, uh, how about brand new? Are you a fan of brand new by any chance? Oh, you guys! I feel like such a like a like a what what would they call it? A cad right now? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Don't worry about it. I think it's better off that you don't. We're just naming. We're, well, yeah, brand, brand new. They're new? a pop punk band from I believe they're technically <laughs> like they're a Tumblr band. I mean, arguably they got famous from Tumblr, <laughs> but not for the right reasons. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Dude, I I, I know everything about uh, pop all you punk. need to know is that it's a lot of 
uh, uh, pizza, hanging out at the mall, and apparently fucking underage kids. That's and beta male activity. Okay. Beta male. B M A. Would you consider eating pizza beta male activity, Dan? No, I do it all the time. I'm just saying, you know, like the rest of their goddamn <laughs> lyrics. Like what? Hanging out with your friends? Is that no crying mind? about like a, a girl like you know being like oh, I'm not really that into you and she's not your girlfriend. There you don't have to pop- write a song about how sad you are. There was this pop punk song that encapsulated all of pop punk that a friend of mine showed me a while back, which I shit you not was a song about. It's like a romance song, but he he's like it's basically his girlfriend's like you got to choose me or your or your boys. And the chorus is like, I love you, but I love my friends more. And he just fucking goes, hangs out with well, the Well, then let, let them suck your dick, guy. Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh. Liam, you've got that pop Liam loves pop punk. I, I, I am in the closet still going through an emo phase at 26. That's that's a fact. That's pathetic. <laughs> I, it's your... You're not wrong, Dan. And Rich is right there with you. So you, that's double pathetic. That's dick dick. Well, I never, I never, I didn't have. You guys uh, are a couple a, of dicks. I didn't have an emo phase in high school. Uh, when everybody else was having an emo phase, uh, I was in a new metal phase. And then like just recently, <laughs> I was just, yeah. <laughs> Dude, the clothing, just the clothing alone, the clothing between both of those. It's just, it's. Yeah, dude. Middle school is rough for damn. me, man. Middle school I, I, is Liam, rough. you might be, you might be, Kelsey might be surprised by this too. I had a very small emo face. Did you have the hair and everything? No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with how I dressed and shit or how I acted. It did just musically. What What do you mean, Dan? What were you listening to, Dan? Would you, would you consider like a? I know they're not technically that, but would you consider like um? What the hell's the name of that band? They had, they had an album called Alaska. Uh, between uh, between the buried and me. Uh, eh, I mean, like they're more metalcore. They're more metalcore, but but they yeah. had emoish elements. Yeah, there was an emo presence. You could almost say an emo Phillips. <laughs> uh, you you don't have to say emo film Phillips. Though. After a while, I just wanted to drive a Phillips head screwdriver into my head from this shit. <laughs> I mean to be fair. So now, now I listen to nothing but death metal and uh, and roller rink music from your disco playlist. Yeah, disco roller rink playlist. Um, I go from Autopsy to Rick James. That kind of makes you schizophrenic, bro. That was a mic drop right there. What the hell was that? Like bipolar. Oh no, I nothing. Ah, Kelsey's tipping him back. <laughs> Kelsey, not. Kelsey's honorary Irish tonight. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! More, more offensive uh, stereotypes. Oh no! No one cares about the Irish, Dan. It's fine. <laughs> well, except uh, n- never mind. The heck with Richard? Richard Don't promote heck? his podcast unless we tell you, Kelsey. Well, his podcast doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> this. D- oh, yeah, he's I, done. I am dumbfounded. That during a time when he has he has the time to put out as much. He has the time. All right, but now he has even more more time. 
Yes. Nothing changed for Richard Dweck. He never had a job. He never had to. Pay no, he did. He had Kelsey, all the time in the world. Kelsey, you're forgetting his time at Shoprite. Okay, no, but that was also like last. <laughs> you had to throw him under the bus immediately. What the fuck? The kid doesn't do anything, and like props to him. I wish I could have that kind of life, but like, has to be some kind of payoff. Got time. Well, I mean, like he's he's yeah. He does a solo E-feds, podcast. Man. Did you did you not pay attention to the beginning, Kelsey? He's wrestling Dean Ambrose and breaking his neck for us in his part time. For before quarantine, I received a message from Richard Dweck. He wanted to talk, right? Oh, boy. And- wait, what, wait, what did you, wait, hold on, hold on. Back, back up, back up. What time did he send you this message at? I don't know. 3 a.m.? I really don't know. I don't know. Well, he must have been alone. Go on. So it was just like casual conversation, I guess, as casual as it can be. Yeah. And, and I asked him if he had been writing. I think maybe it was during, like the beginning of quarantine. Asked him if he had been writing, and he said uh, a little bit. He was working on his Kanye bit, and that was the last I heard from him. He wrote that Kanye bit before quarantine. Yeah, but it was March twenty seventh when we were talking, and he was he was working on it. God <laughs> damn! Kelsey, I had a similar conversation with him. I was I was telling him how I was breaking everything, every single joke I've ever written down into categories, and I told him, I I literally am almost finished. I have a couple more folders to go. And and he he told me that he has written twenty five jokes, and I said twenty five folders worth of jokes. He said twenty five total jokes. He's coming up on his four year comedy anniversary. No, not total, right? He said twenty five folders. I'm 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 hoping it's folders. I'm hoping it's folders. What a champ! What a, he wrote twenty five <laughs> jokes in in two months. What a hero! I, no, no, in four years. In f- oh, oh, in total, I got rejected by a girl one night, and and this, I mean, that sounds you know that sounds emo-ish, uh, but you know this is the girl I thought was gonna be my girlfriend. I wrote fifty jokes in one night one time. Fifty, in one night. Rich has twenty five. <laughs> of all four years of his comedy. Four career. years. Holy shit. Well, you can kind of cross-check that because he's got sets up from a couple years ago. You can go and see if there's those jokes that are still being told. I have. Or and how many? And yes, are they, they are. They, they <laughs> no, there, there are most definitely jokes that are still being told. And and we all as comedians have jokes that we've been doing for years. That let's not pretend that that's you know not the case. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take Rich's side on this one. I'm gonna say that he meant to say 25 folders worth of jokes. <laughs> and one day we'll get to hear them all. No, I, I, he's working on his magnum opus. He's not. He's working, working on, on, his on his hour. He's, he's <laughs> working on his hour special. <laughs> his magnum with, opus. As with, he no, his it. magnum opus is between his legs, Kelsey. I said he's working on his hour special. Okay. Oh man, what what? But but what? Oh my gosh! What would I'm you jealous. And is special though. Why why would why would he do a special? What would be his opener for his special? Would it be the coffee cup joke, Dan? No, it'd probably be something to do with him being a virgin. He's like, wow, this is virgin territory too. It's special level one. It's something. I I gotta I gotta uh, I'm uh, you know I'm I'm not good with the ladies. And, uh, you know. 
It's just you gotta no. you, know, you gotta do it, yeah. No, fuck fuck all that. <laughs> very very first sentence out of his mouth. I mean it's weird. No no setup. They're just like, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from motherfucking Wallow, New Jersey, it's the man himself. Give it up for a legend of comedy, Richard Robert Dweck. <laughs> oh my god, it's Richard Dweck. Oh, I can't believe it. Holy shit. Oh my god. Ah. I mean, guys, I, I know why you're here, but it's weird. And then cue Mar- Martin circa 1995 audience laughter. Yeah, you know, it's weird, you know? What the fuck was that intro, Dan? <laughs> I, don't know, it was like, I, I have imagined Rich on Def Jam. <laughs> and I, I kind of just, I mashed both those together. I'm like, oh, Rich is comedy special. You know, he's 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 a Def Jam vet. He would he would get fucking reamed if he was on Def Jam. I would, I, I, I'm hand to God. I'm literally, people can't see me. I'm raising my hand right now. I would pay... Whatever it takes to get rich, if they revamp Def Comedy Jam again, I would I would pay I would raise money to get rich on there just to see him boot off stage. It would probably be worse than when Richard Pryor's kid got booed out of the Apollo. I want it worse. <laughs> and he can't just leave. He has to stand there for minimum five minutes. God damn. God damn. I'm uh, looking forward to his hour. He's never going to produce an hour. He can barely get through two and a half minutes, Dan. Kelsey, <laughs> would you Kelsey, would you um would you put Richard Dweck on another show that you're producing? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Oh, uh, see, yes. Yeah, he's a draw. Is he a draw though? No, he can't draw. <laughs> he can't tie his shoes either, but that we're we're missing a point here. I I owe Rich a spot. I owe him a, a physical, like whatever, whatever comedy show that I produce next. I I owe him that. So I, I think that's nice that you know you you don't owe him jack shit, and you're you're nice enough to, you know, think about putting him on a, a show that you're producing. Yeah, well, people do like Richard Dweck. They want to go and see him. Who's 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 people? <laughs> I think he's just. I think he's um. He's definitely a personality. No. Can you expand on that? It's a personality. Like you guys are it spent most of this podcast talking about him. Like people are very no, interested. We spent 15 minutes talking about trapped. I can go back. <laughs> we spent at least 30 Fine. minutes. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying he's definitely a point of interest. It'd be dumb not to put him on a show. Interesting. Uh... That's that's a pretty good take. Uh, here's why I disagree. Um, <laughs> Fair. I feel as I I don't I don't know. Call me crazy. Uh, I think that bringing your parents to a set doesn't count as uh, people uh, coming to a show. I think a lot. And his of, dad won't come anymore. His dad his dad sits in your part in the parking lot of your mic, Dan. Oh yeah, Kelsey. Um, one night, uh, I guess I I must have done crowd work with his dad that he didn't appreciate, and his dad now does not fizz. His dad is at the mic, the site of the mic, but he is not present at the mics. He will wait in his car and play quote unquote Candy Crush until the mic is finished, which breaks my heart. 
I've heard of this. I've heard of this. Yeah, so I'm well. That's that's where we are with, with you know Richard. I I think his his sister's still fine with coming to the mics. The pseudo sister, I should. I'm say. not I, sure. If... I'm 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 on the fence about that whole like. If anybody in that family is actually like somehow related, I mean, good for them. We got Molly Miller saying that uh, she went to high school with Dweck's sister, so we can confirm that Dweck's sister is actually Dweck's sister. She went to high school with the person that alleges to be Dweck's sister. Alleged. Oh, jeez. Just like like how um, um, Dweck's dad just sits in the car and allegedly plays Candy Crush and doesn't just sit there saying, man, that Dan Caprio, Jesus, he sucks. I was hoping he was going to, he was just (laughs) listening to Breaking Benjamin playlists. Nah, he, he probably, he probably listens to like Frank Sinatra heckle people for an hour and a half on Spotify. It's weird I have sex to Frank Sinatra now that we're on topic and that went nowhere. <laughs> yeah, why would you have sex while listening to Frank Sinatra? It's my go-to music. For sex, it's not. What? It shouldn't be your go-to music for sex. Why? What? Why? Why? It's not sex music. It's like in a sunroom and smoking cigarettes. I don't know. A summer wind. No, it, for a for summer a, wind can no, be a real Liam, track. For aggressive sexual moves and positions, there is no music on this earth that's better than Frank Sinatra. <laughs> and I've had sex to Cannibal Corpse too. And let me tell you, after several groin injuries, I'm back to Sinatra. Fly me to the moon. Just gets Dan in a zone, <laughs> showing his age. Yeah, because I'm listening to music from the forties. <laughs> 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 because you had to, you had to go back to Sinatra f- because your fucking hips hurt. I've had sex with women who who had sex with Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> you you heard it here first. Yeah. Big facts, big shock. Gross shock coming in play. Did you did you meet them at the Christian festival? You Ironically, no. I met them at a Frank Sinatra lookalike uh, Comic Con. <laughs> Kelsey, oh, speaking what? of con, Kelsey, have you ever been to a Comic Con? Oh, you've never been to one. How do you feel about them? I, I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. So, like, I think it's great for other people who are interested. I could care less. How about a furry convention? Definitely not anything I've ever been interested in. But I guess honestly, furries are kind of creepy. But I don't know too much about the culture, so I don't know enough to judge. I know a furry personally. And let me yeah, say, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to go to a convention. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to any kind of convention that didn't, I don't know, that didn't have to do with some kind of fucking adult concept, but. <laughs> oh, so you're saying all this stuff is, uh, it's kind of childish. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, like, like, I'm not knocking any of it because I don't, I don't really like care for it. Like, it's not something I'm into at all. So like, I can't really say like it's childish, but for me at least. Does not interest me. You're taking a um I appreciate your comment, but you're taking a really passive aggressive Richard Dweck stance right here. Uh, I feel like I gotta call it. Okay, sure. Fine. Yeah, I think it's like really like bullshit, honestly. Like the you whole can like, concept. Yeah, honestly, like the dressing up and everything. Like you have to You hate people having fun, Kelsey. I don't hate people having fun. 
You did. You don't like the. You don't like thirty-five-year-old man children dressing up like Captain America. Like that Timmy guy. That's and the then they're pointing light. at each other when they see someone that's dressed like them. Oh my god! Yeah, that's something I'm. Oh my god! Let's take photos. <laughs> but that's what makes them happy, Kelsey. They live. They live in a small town in Indiana. They're they're forced to work in a coal factory seven yeah, days. I understand. A week. This is they why I know. said that. Like, I don't want to judge because I know it brings people joy, but it does not bring me joy. Fair. Fair. What brings you joy, Kelsey? I like to listen to music. I'm very interested in like uh, uh, music and and stuff. Obviously, I don't know a lot of the music you guys listen to, but um, what kind of music do you listen to, though? Because we it's not Stevie Nicks, but it is disco. Yes. Is there uh, there's is there anything else in between? This is this is like playing twenty questions. Yeah, really, Play twenty questions. I was in high school. I considered myself like the indie kid. So like I liked, um, you know, Vampire Weekend and Lame. yeah, I know. But I also listen. Like I have like a pretty um, uh, uh broad music taste. I would say like I know. No, broad's a great <laughs> band. I don't know that. <laughs> like, 60s pop, I'm actually very, like, I guess, would you say, well-versed. I know a lot of 60s pop. Um, big fan of Paul Revere and the Raiders. Not a big fan, but I can say that their bassist name is Paul Volk. Wait, not Paul. It's Phil. Like, that's cool. But I'm not related to them. That's tight. That's that's tight. So, like, I know a lot of useless information about, like, obscure things that... I feel like I feel like everybody in this chat is like. Have you heard Dan talk about Steven Seagal? <laughs> no, I don't think that. What? Somebody put that. What about Steven? Yeah, Seagal? I'm not looking at the chat right now. Should I? Be? <laughs> no, you should not be looking at the chat. Wait, where's um, the? I was asking. A... I believe I interrupted Kelsey, but go on, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is. Oh Jesus! God damn it! Now, I was just saying how you have a like. Kelsey was mentioning that we uh, like she has like she knows a lot of like obscure uh, information, and I mentioned that you uh, you certainly have obscure information about one Steven Seagal, which we've mentioned in the. I past. almost went on a Steven uh, Seagal so iTunes like... binge spree. Oh God damn it! Really? <laughs> uh, most of his movies, like his bigger movies, were ninety a dollar ninety nine and ninety nine cents. And I thought about just uh, going on a nice eight hour uh, revisit to the classics. I did a similar thing with um, on Netflix with John Cusack movies. John Cusack, um, I will never forgive because he is a outed pedophile. So I can't. Uh, John Cusack. Yeah, I can. Uh, I cannot support. Anything Wait. that John Cusack is Wait. in anymore, including that he was, one where he John, he held uh, the boombox over his head. I can't. I can't watch that movie. <laughs> Liam seems perturbed. What are you talking about? When John did you Cusack. John uh, last year, I believe John Cusack is uh, a straight up uh, violent pedophile. In fact, a pedophile. I really don't believe that because he's got a really big Twitter following and he's a big voice on like the Bernie campaign. Well, you must have missed that day because he uh, basically outed himself on Twitter, Kelsey. Kelsey Arvola. <laughs> what are you talking about, Dan? Not true. John Cusack. The race car driver, John Cusack. 
The NASCAR John Cusack, the NASCAR driver, was really outed as being like he's he was like the first pedophile NASCAR driver. They weren't known for that. Okay, then what'd you say? Why'd you say you wouldn't watch say anything again? Because I I mentally wrote myself into a corner and I needed a way out. Oh my god, (laughs) damn it, Dan, you fucking troglodyte. God damn it. I'm gonna work that into a bit somehow. John John Cusack, the the pedophilic NASCAR race car driver. I think this is worse than when I called Boy George, uh, not Boy George, uh, George Michael a pedophile. Allegedly. (laughs) On the last podcast. Allegedly not actually He's a not. pedophile. I do no. apologize to the family oh, of George Michael. Kelsey, Kelsey, wait, Kelsey, are you a either George Michael or, or Wham fan? I do quite like both of them. Oh, good. You know he was arrested for feel- uh, indecent exposure. <laughs> In a <laughs> and then he had to do he had to do uh he had to do like court mandated like public service around the area where he was arrested at. Did you know that, Kelsey? Um, no, I didn't know that. But that's interesting. And he was in an orange jumpsuit, and he had one of those like you, you know, like you could pick garbage up with it. It's like a poker, and he had a garbage bag, and he was humming "Careless Whisper" to himself on camera. He was doing the saxophone part with his mouth. <laughs> is he, uh, I feel like this is a bit. <laughs> it, 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 it's a live bit. I've never. I didn't write, write this. God damn. God damn. This is that's all off the fucking uh, cuff link or something. It's all off the dome, except except for the indecent exposure. That's that awesome. really yeah. But uh, that's not alleged. Yeah, that's uh, ironically that is not allegedly. It's not allegedly. I mean, for real. Like uh, when I found that out, he's just like. Come on, man. You're just trying to, like, have a little sexual tryst in, like, a public bathroom. I don't hate... I don't hate that. How do you feel about that, Kelsey? But your musical hero was arrested for trying to proposition a man in a public uh, UK bathroom. As long as it, like, you know, like, wasn't, like, being, I guess, aggressive, I don't really i don't care see i like being approached like that aggressively so i mean if if that if i was me in the case i'd be like holy shit not only uh is this awesome but you're george michael not only is this awesome wait you want to suck my dick in public and you won't fucking uh 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 uh, faith I feel as though some people went up. And I think the only reason why they they um, charged him because he was like, "I would have fucked you, but I wish you were the other Wham guy." I would have fucked you, but only if you were Fred Durst doing the cover version. <laughs> if you were Fred, imagine if it was Fred Durst. Who got yeah, I, you know what? I wouldn't be mad at that either. Hey, yo, kid, you want to suck my dick? I would love it if, if at his sentencing he was still allowed to wear his backwards like fitted red hat. So I did it all for the Kelsey. Nook. Kelsey, how do you feel about the band Limp Biscuit, multi-platinum uh, uh, recording artist Limp Biscuit? <laughs> Diamond recording I, artist Limp Biscuit. I think I only know that one song. They've had many, unlike unlike Liam's <laughs> skewed version of, uh, of Trapped song. and that other <laughs> band that I forgot. <laughs> Limp Biscuit had a lot. Song. Of I know the Rolling song by Limp Biscuit. That's it. What song? That song where they're talking about rolling. 
My mom used to sing that uh, to me in the car, and I would uh, immediately roll my window down and put my ear out the window to muffle it. <laughs> Those aren't fun memories. I like how this podcast has devolved into, hey, Kelsey, have you listened to insert artists that you haven't She's listened to? Here? Not one. <laughs> she has not heard of one or like you any. It, didn't I? You don't like them, though. No, I don't. So you're not up on Gold Cobra. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that was ten years old. That was that was that was that was the album they did when they signed to Young Money with Little Wayne. <laughs> them them and Paris Hilton, big signings yeah. for the uh, Young I'm, Money. I'm label. really gonna put myself out on a limb here, but Liam, the tracks that I heard off of Gold Cobra, not bad. <laughs> I hate you. I mean, I mean, you went to three different Christian metal no, four, concert four. festivals. I went four. to three, I went to three. I went to three creation festivals: 2000, 2001, and two thousand two, and one Purple Door music festival. These are not the same thing. These are all different years. <laughs> Why were you into Christian? Let me metal? let me put it to you this way. Okay. So I'm going to church, right? I'm going to, I'm going to church, but I'm also actively listening to Seven Dust and Stained at the exact same time. Okay, I'm really I'm I'm deep into new semi-real metal. Okay, Liam and Kelsey R. Volk. Okay. Uh, okay. Have you ever heard of the band Orgy? Seven Dust sucks. <laughs> Orgy, yeah, I yeah, know. and Static X. All right, so so I'm listening to all this all all this all quality right. quality music. But I'm also involved in the church. What do you get when you mix them both together? And a giant outdoor music festival that rips off Woodstock. And that you poop outside <laughs> in a makeshift fucking shower. In a plastic bag. And then you go rock. <laughs> you, you rock. You rock, in, you rock in the August sun to Christian death metal and, and Christian, literal Christian pop music. It's, it's literally like if the Backstreet Boys were oh, Christian. Man. Yo, was Striper there? They were there one year, but I was not there. That's that's no <laughs> bullshit. Stri Striper did have a comeback a few years ago. I remember that shit. They have a new album out though. Well, that's because that's because they're that's because they're like either their lead singer or their guitarist looked like Ted Cruz. Michael Striper. That was their whole thing. <laughs> Michael Striper, yeah. God damn it. Kelsey, I know you oh, don't know shit. who Striper is, but imagine a bunch of grown men who dress in bumblebee outfits and play hairish metal. But sing about, uh, they have an album called To Hell With The Devil. <laughs> what? To Hell With The Devil. They're a Christian rock band. Metal that band. thought that, metal band, that uh, decided that they wanted to get on the hair metal train, but we have to do it by dressing up like bumblebees. And so they... Oh, it was rough. They would put Bible verses it on their album covers. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, what? You don't think that's fucking rocking? I don't think that's fucking rocking. I guess so. Yeah, sure. Snooty-ass indie rock. Oh, shut I, up. I, I, <laughs> I'm, down, I'm down with listening to Judas Priest in parking lots. I don't know. I don't know how you get down. I don't listen to, like, indie music anymore. It was a high school phase. Like, you guys went through emo phases. I think you, you just listen to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah's and that type of bullshit. I really, I don't listen to hey, yeah, okay. yeah, 
first and foremost, fuck you, Dan. The yeah, yeah, yeahs are really good. Allegedly. Number two. <laughs> number, no, like, <laughs> fuck you, Dan. <laughs> fuck you. I'll fuck with LCD uh, sound nice. system and the yeah, yeah, yeahs. G- give me that. Give me that fucking New York und- indie, and we're in. We're in there, boy. Give me that modest mouse. Put it in my fucking veins, bro. Yeah. Like I have a modest mouse album. I I have one of their albums. Yeah. How how is it, man? Do you enjoy? I haven't it? listened to it in at least fifteen years. You piece of shit. <laughs> Maybe you should. Maybe instead of doing. Maybe instead of. Listening to Cannibal Corpse and dropping acid. Maybe you should pop a few Percocets and listen to some. Uh, listen to some. That doesn't sound notes. bad. That sounds like a pretty yeah. good time. Honestly, it's a pretty nice alternative. I could float on with that. The, the, the yeah, <laughs> the good times they be killing me. <laughs> I also have a Killers album. I think my ex girlfriend gave me. It. Is it is it Sam's Town? Because if it's not, no, it's, it's um, it. it's, it's whatever their biggest. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. Buzz. It's probably the self-titled. It's got Mr. Brightside on it. Yeah, it's the self-titled. Yeah. That's all right. The Killers are all right. Well, I wouldn't call them indie, but they're all right. I thought they were the quintessential indie rock group. I like, you know, like the Strokes. They're cool. I, I heard some weird shit. You want to hear a story about the Strokes? Do we have time? Uh, my coworker. Uh, oh, I don't even know what time it is anymore. Uh, I'll, I'll shoot this story off then. Um, my coworker. A uh, friend of the podcast, Patty Bo, who we might get on. Is that a real uh, name? Eventually in, in forever. That is, I believe, uh, maybe in between. I know Pat is a real name, but I don't know about the other half. Uh, but um, he he apparently had a friend who worked on the lead singer of The Strokes' like solo project. Okay. And he was telling... He his friend was telling him like, yeah, dude, um, this guy he just like wasted a year and a half collecting sound equipment and testing it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole recording wait, wait, session. The lead, not not the producer, the lead singer. The lead singer who was who he would what they would do is that he left. He was trying to work on this new album, and what they would do every day was that he would buy like a new speaker or a new okay. soundboard and he would that test it rocking. out and he would pluck a string adjust the volume pluck a string oh. adjust the volume for 10 hours then go <laughs> uh all right I'm tired let's let's call it a day and they do that for well, a year <laughs> did any music get recorded no <laughs> they wasted a year doing nothing and then uh the band split up I believe the solo band. Uh, yes. The solo act band. Yes. Well, we got the strokes back. At least there's that. Yeah. And that new album pretty much kicks ass. It's pretty tight. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how long we've been recording. (laughs) Um, well, we, we have to touch on a few things at least, Liam. What, what things do you want to touch on Dan? Kelsey R. Volk. Are you a fan of Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Are you, are you a fan of him invading your Instagram, t- I mean, your uh, Facebook timeline reading sonnets? <laughs> I, if I don't feel like watching it, I can keep scrolling. I don't mind it in particular. I only, well, I can't. I, the only reason I bring this up is because whenever Patrick Stewart is on my Facebook timeline, I have to stop scrolling because he apologized recently for wearing a sun hat 
he he was worried it was blocking his face, and uh, he said it in the Patrick Stewart voice, and it was it was it was, it was kind of sweet, you know, it touched my heart, you know, because I was I was I was down I was down and like I'm like why why do I want to see Patrick Stewart reading sonnets during a, a pandemic? And, you know, they kind of melted my heart a little bit to see a little bit of uh, vulnerability, uh, a man wearing a sun hat and apologizing. That's beautiful. It's really not. I fucking hate Patrick Stewart and that goddamn TV show, uh, Enterprise. I go fuck right. You know oh, what? no, it's called um, uh, a Picard. It's called uh, Picard. I'm sorry. Well, both of them. <laughs> Star like, Trek Picard. Fuck them both. Why do you hate? No, fuck you. Professor X is great. I'm just kidding. Pat- Patrick Stewart is great. He's He was great in Dune. He, uh, he was great in you big fan of Dune, Kelsey? Um, I'm not a big fan of Dune. I don't think I've ever seen it, but Kyle MacLachlan's in it, right? Yeah. I'm talking about the book. I've never well, watched. I mean, I've never read it either. I mean, to say. You don't have to. It's fine. Well, I've uh, read and watched the book. <laughs> <laughs> I read it's really, and watched. It's a really involving. I watched it on a big projector. It's it's a real involving read. Isn't it like two thousand pages? about the size of the bible yeah it's it's pretty long like like all the I, chapters I, of the bible like including the yeah. corinthians including yeah oh, and those and those catholic ones i never got while they left why they left them in there kelsey were you ever catholic yes Th- that involves the next topic okay yeah i'm confirmed you you you're you're still a catholic well, i was confirmed but i don't really practice no oh so you're just at, like every other italian new yorker I'm not Italian. Allegedly. Yes. All right. Well, um, I believe, uh, Liam, we were talking about the how Catholic this uh, Instagram uh, life coach is in, in his practices. Kelsey, how do you feel about life coaches that have tattoos on their faces? <laughs> um, I think that's a sign of a good life coach. Is a face full of tattoos. Or, yeah. And, and, having, and having a harem of women whose makeup is so caked on, I legitimately thought he was riding around with a uh, passenger who was a clown. Okay, well, no. A harem of women? Um, well, I don't know. I really Much don't like know. good friend of the show, Carl Callen's harem. <laughs> what? We're just talking harems. Just talking harems. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up this guy that you're talking about, Dan, this and tattooed I'm very, life coach. I, I, I don't want to use his real name. Uh... Well, I'm what? sorry that you don't, but uh, Arash <laughs> Zipar <laughs> Debarzar, um, a uh, life coach that I don't know. And martial artist. Kelsey, how do you feel about martial artists that, that uh, you know, they just branch off into life coaching? <clears throat> How do I feel about that? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think I've asked you that. That's like every question I've asked you. How do you feel about this? Does he put out albums? If he does, that's going in the playlist. This guy, I think he puts out music. <laughs> um, he's got like life coach things that you can. He can buy live lectures of him. Yeah, see, Kelsey, he's offering three plus three hours of teaching. How about that? I mean, what, is, what? What do you mean by life coaching? What does he go over? Like, is this like how to like find inner peace? Is this how to get what you want? Allegedly. Let me let me let me give you a setup just to like I'll try to describe him as best as possible. You can kind of assume what he is okay. or what he's he trying to He also has hand tattoos on he's both got, hands. Okay. Ignore the hand tattoos cuz there's more pressing things to talk about like the fact that he's got like 
80% of his face tattooed. His under lip has a fucking massive, like, tattooed goatee. He's got, like... He looks he looks like a convict. He looks like a serial rapist. And he fucking he looks like the cellmate to the to war machine. And he's giving people life advice. Looking like he just like murdered someone's aunt and got away with it. And became a life coach. And like every every one of his statuses about being like a life coach, like everyone's gonna succeed, everyone's gonna win, is him sitting next to a model he paid off of Craigslist to pretend to be his girlfriend. So, okay, so let me who does not have actual eyebrows? Do you, do you are you guys familiar with John List? I have heard of the name John List. I know Joe List. Okay, so if you look up a picture, John of, John List killed his whole family, right? Now look up a picture of John List. And tell me that he doesn't match the description of what Liam just gave us, but, like, the convict, and he murdered his entire family, and he looks like a stand-up And I would not trust John List to be my life coach, but this dude with the tattooed goatee sounds kind of cool as long as he has a <laughs> pull on I love that it's a It's a permanent he also has fuck you tattooed on his eyelids. <laughs> He's honest. John List changed his glasses and he off and he's a what, kind of life, what kind of life advice is that? It's, it's very straight to the point, Dan. It's very straight to the point. It's on your eyelids, though. It's like every one of these. I'm like reading these quotes and every one of these. It's like... Just because you have a desire for something does not entitle you to have it, which is some, like, ancient proverb he read off somebody right, else's bro. page. And it's like a selfie of him and some Instagram model he follows. <laughs> like, every one of these things are just him with, like, porn stars and fucking Instagram models. That's nothing that you want. Just Can we like, get him on the podcast? I think this actually, I think it's just him and his, like his, some of this is like him and his girlfriend or him and like his wife, but then others yeah, are like, so I, I got like no, no, this, this dude's working with super friends. Yeah, he is. There's yeah. no marriage in this guy's life. How many followers does he have? He's got a decent amount. Going through a moment of depression does not mean you are not evolving as an individual. And it's him right on, bro. talking to, I think, Brooke Hogan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yo, Brooke, you, I know, I believe in you. You can have a musical resurgence, yo. <laughs> are gonna make it in this year he he goes to a he oh my gosh he goes to like the most intimidating joint and he's like he's like teaching life advice and like sucking on his fucking like e-pen <laughs> just like yo you gotta believe in yourself <sighs> gotta trust your surroundings <sighs> you gotta live that life you gotta uh, do your best man it's Fuck just like, yeah bro what a hero what a savior man this guy's a champ like, he's, he's already got, got sixteen thousand of my hard-earned dollars <laughs> I had to purchase every single one of his programs. It took forever. <laughs> but you know what? Now I'm, I'm fu Kelsey. I, I want I want you to know I'm finally ready to face life. Oh my god! All the power, no, all the power that a true misogynist can possess. 
I'm so happy to hear. And it. I'd like to say, after when it's safe, I am going to get a uh, a goatee face tattoo. I, I want a permanent goatee on my face. He also has two lip rings that, if you look at any one of his photos, it looks like he just has vampire teeth. It's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, that was an experience, Dan. I'm glad. Did, wait, did you did you say his real name? Uh, no, I did not say the real name of Arash uh, Debazar. I did not use I was really, his I, real I, name. And I, knew, I already knew that you said it, and I was really hoping to say it again. I did not mention uh, life coach and, 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 and teacher Arash Zipar Debar. I, he he Bar- seems, he seems like a legit, like, good martial artist, but I don't that's I don't know wherever he of, is, but whatever part of Miami he's located, I'm not going to. Well, I have a feeling he's going to be on Kelsey's ti- Instagram timeline real soon because he's on there like every other day on mine now. And I don't even follow him. Voted? What was that? His posts promoted? Paying for it? Oh, he's, he's paying for hellishly high ads. These things are – sometimes I get two in a day or three. What the hell? You guys are bashing on this guy? He seems like he knows what's up. Not enough money. No, all the comments, Kelsey, all the comments on his promoted stuff, it's all hate comments. They're calling him, like, you know, wife beater. And and these are all allegedly. <laughs> I, it, th- th- none of this is my opinion. They're, they're calling him, like, a Satanist. Uh, what is it? Just a picture of a trash can. Uh, there was a dumpster on fire. Um, th- this guy hates women, bro. Uh, I hate women too, bro. But I don't even agree with this guy. A lot of lot of negative comments. But he's got a lot of followers. You said he's got. Well, I don't know where they. I don't know if that was organic, but you know, he's got, he's got some numbers. He's 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 also it's, there's a lot of advertising. There's a hellish amount of advertising. Oh, he's like a he's like a fucking uh, pickup artist guy. That's what it is. <sighs> Oh, that's why I grab it. That's why that's in my timeline. Oh, man, dude, see, the law of attraction, it's a real thing. Because he's like, oh, I'm a life coach, bro. It's super serious. And then I'm I'm looking up, like, his names and his, like, shit. And it's, first thing, seduction coach. Arash uh, Debrazar. Liam, I love pickup artistry. Lecture dozens of men on and men. Every woman knows the game they play, other women play. It's, Fuck yeah, dude! Fucking, I don't know. Pickup artists can suck my dick. I don't know about you. They're the worst types of human beings. I don't think I've ever met a pickup. Besides artist. comedians, those are the only videos I watch on YouTube. It's just pickup artists and, and comedians. Comedians. <laughs> Come with an extra you. Uh, yeah. So, so there's that. Is there anything else we should talk about, Dan? Picking up uh, young women in malls. We could we could go over that. <laughs> Is there anything else we can talk about, Dan? Well, since you're just gonna bypass that topic altogether, I, I had a nice story with that. Um, bio. Oh, I had a joke that I, uh, Kelsey, you'll like this. This is a clean joke. I, I, I like I said, uh, I've been you know like categorizing all my jokes, and I found I found this one just out of nowhere, and it's real topical. Um, it was describing a, uh, uh, the anatomy of a woman, you know, we're talking about pickup artistry and whatnot. And, uh, it says this pussy was drier than an old vacuum cleaner bag. Okay. 
That's a dry. And I don't know if you vacuum often, Kelsey, but old vacuum dryer cleaner bags, they can get mighty dusty and mighty dry. Yeah. I know. I vacuum. I do. I don't believe you. I've got four cats. I have to vacuum. Oh, Jesus. No, I just remember the the Dyson. uh, We were doing a promotion uh, with Dyson when I used to work at Home Depot. And when we were testing out the vacuums, like in a live, you know, like a live uh, uh, promotion, the vacuum completely disintegrated in this guy's hand. And these are like four or $500 vacuums. And everybody just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Dyson. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I bet that could handle a lot of cat hair. I guess so. Yeah, Dysons are nice. They're pretty tight. They're pretty tight. Um, God, I did not expect that joke to bomb that hard. <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll do it. I'm, I'm definitely putting that on. Say, you think that it's, you know, it's real fun. Oh, Dan, you know, like, uh, you know, you really fell, uh, got mud on your face with that. I take this defeat uh, in stride and I will better myself. In, in spite of this, you see, I learned that from um, what what was the guy's name again, Liam? Uh, at at Arash D Bazaar. I it's working already. I, I feel doing, so good right now. You're doing your best. Feels so good day. right now. I am. It's a it's a wonderful Saturday night. I'm alive. But I have noticed that. Uh, you want to end on one more topic, Liam? Because there's only one left that I haven't X'd out. What What is your last one, Dan? I and this is a, this is an opinion piece, and you know you guys can you know weigh in on with your two cents as well. Uh, I don't think anyone I know really learned how to cook throughout this pandemic. In fact, I don't think many people I know know how to cook at all. I mean, I feel like that's, Liam that's would like kind burn. Of I mean, I just I think you, I, Liam, I think you would like burn to, to, Totino's if, you know, just left to your own devices. Uh, that's, I think a, that's a little insulting. You I, wouldn't try to put I, them in the in the toaster instead of the toaster oven. I know. I know how to make Tostino's, Dan. Totino. You don't even know how to say it. <laughs> it's it's toast- Totino's. Totino's. Is it is pizza it, rolls? Look, I don't I don't order Totino's pizza rolls because I I would rather eat you know actual food but actual uh, pizza yeah like actual pizza but uh do you know how to make pizza liam i wish i mean other than like popping in a DiGiorno, i don't but uh you could easily get just get like the the pre-made crust bobly and you could make a pizza <laughs> say that again i believe the brand is like bobly I know, but they say that like that in the commercial. It was funny. It's just like, just busted out with Bobbly. Bobbly, yes. She is, she's not wrong though, Liam. You you could you could make an easy, delicious Bobbly pizza if if you had the patience. See, that's where our our life coach comes in. Now, Kelsey R. Volk, uh, you are a woman, I I presume. Uh, and I by by that I automatically assume that you can at least half cook. <laughs> yes. Um. Have you learned uh, any new recipes or uh, new techniques during, um, you know, the time that you have uh, being at home? Um, no, I really haven't because I've all I really haven't had more time at home. Um, I've been working pretty much the same amount of time that I normally would. Oh, you didn't lose your job? No, I did not lose my job. Damn, lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. Big big shout out. 
Yeah, no, I, I am very fortunate. I am really like grateful and everything, but I don't, I don't have a lot of time to actually cook. I learned to cook when I was working in a group home. You were in a group home? You I was working, working in a group home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, was no, this no. group home called uh, Sober House Part Two by any chance? Sober. Sober. I was never <laughs> Part Two. No. Um, <laughs> oh, so you you don't know you don't know good friend of the podcast, uh, Shifty Shell Shop. Shifty Shell Shop, no. Shifty of the of the famed band, um, Crazy Town. No. Diamond selling band, Crazy Town. Kelsey Orville, you don't, you're not familiar with. Uh... No, sir. He smoked crack on the roof of the house. <laughs> okay. They get kind of fr- I mean, you know, smoking crack on the premises—that's one thing, but on the roof. I I mean I've smoked weed on the roof of a of a of a college cafeteria. Well, that's really dangerous, and we don't promote that on the podcast. <laughs> Smoking weed on top of a on top of a, a no building. to be on the ground, be uh, grounded. Nah, nah, you gotta be you gotta be in the hills, man. I gotta have my head in the, I gotta have my head in the clouds, literally, yo. Y'all was my head in the clouds. <laughs> Y'all was listening to Sublime, man. I was like, yo, man, I need to be on the roof for some shit, yo. Yo, bro, I was listening to that. I was listening to that crazy town, bro. That should be fire, man. Yo, fuck. Fuck yeah, man. I'm climbing the tallest tree I can find, smoking crack, and listening to crazy town until I pass <laughs> the fuck out, yo. That's the life, bro. I'm going to invade... Yo, bald eagles are coming back. Yo, I'm gonna invade that nest and make sure they endangered again. Crazy town for life, bitch. Oh, that's fucked up. That's not. It's not me. That's a, a direct quote from a uh, crazy uh, from town. one shifty shell shock, legend of the podcast, shifty shell shock. He's not. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, getting back on topic, Kelsey. I'm sorry you haven't had time to to cook. I um, I recently made some uh, really banging um. Mac and cheese, Cajun style, and I, I made it the Dan Caprio way. I like to say I make things the Dan Caprio way when all I really had is just Cajun seasoning and everything. And pepper. Pepper. I've been really into the, uh, the umami season. The, the what? Umami. U- umami? Umami, yes. It's like the sixth like taste, you know, like salty, bitter, sour. And then there's umami, which is like the savory. That's not real. Just look it up. That's no, you made that up. U M A M I. Umami. It's an it's an Asian mushroom. No, that's you're full of shit. That's a fucking uh, what's his name from the Temptations wrote a song called that. That's um Eddie Kendricks wrote that song. That's not a taste yes. bud. Oh my fucking god. Yes, it is. Look it up. You no, you're lying. lying. I'm not lying. I'm gonna. Uh, are you being? You lying, mommy. <laughs> I am not. Umami. Wait, umami? Umami. Look, a category of taste in food corresponding to the flavor of glutamates, especially monosodium glutamate. It's one of the five basic tastes. Look it up. I must have been born without that. I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. All you have to do is look it up. It's the savory taste. It's like savory taste. Oh, like honey bunches of oats. No. It's just like honey bunches of oats. <laughs> I can't even. This episode of Foul Housemates sponsored by Honey Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats, not uh, not a uh, not umami. Not liked by Kelsey or Volk. I do like Honey Bunches of Oats, but it's not umami. 
You're full of shit. Stop. <laughs> full of shit. No, I was full of shit at that Christian music festival. Then it all came out. <laughs> Circle. God damn. Well, this has been this has been fun, guys. It's been a great time. Uh, how did you feel about being on the podcast, Kelsey? Oh, it was great. Um, thanks for having me. I've never really. I well, I, I think I've been on one podcast before, but not really so. That's that's tight. That's tight. Well, every time we close out, we we go in the hype. Uh, this has been the Foul Housemates podcast. Um, so as we're closing out, Kelsey, if you could, if you could kindly shill your shit. Oh sure, I guess. Um, well, I just I'm I pretty much run Carney Commission page on Facebook, and um. Yeah, that's like where everything really comes out right now. Um, I, we're working on like the the sets from the roast of Carl Callen. We also we've been trying to do other things, but that's taken up most of the time. But if you follow the Carney Commission page on Facebook, there's a lot that should like be coming out. That's all I've got really. Thank you for editing those videos, by the way. Thank you very much, especially mine in particular. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hopefully they're they're up because I've never edited anything I know how maddening video editing can be Kelsey you're doing a really good job I really I enjoy it I do enjoy it so thank you and also it's on uh, YouTube as well what's the YouTube address I think the YouTube is the roast of Carl Callen but it's abbreviated it's it's capital TRCC yeah, probably hashtag TRCC yes now, what about your your music, your personal music? Oh, Where can we find that? I guess you can go on to SoundCloud. I'm Kelsey.Volk, like SoundCloud.com slash Kelsey.Volk. Oh, that's where our podcast is, too. Yeah. Follow us on there. Follow I will. Kelsey R. Volk on SoundCloud. Oh, just Kelsey Volk. Yeah, Kelsey.Volk. R. Kelsey.R. Kelsey.Volk. R or Kelsey. Okay, so it's www.soundcloud.com slash kelsey.volk. Kelsey.volk. Okay, so there's no R. There's no R, just a period in between my first name and my last name. And guys, you can find all my my industrial metal project, Jimmy Berger, on uh, Spotify. And that's uh, the exact same place as the Foul Housemates playlist. It's an interactive playlist where you can add whatever song you feel would piss off a housemate that you know or somebody that, you know, you hate. Uh, that's Foul Housemates po- uh, Playlist on Spotify. Alright, that's that's Spotify, Foul Housemates, Anchor.fm Spotify. Uh, not Anchor.fm, Spotify. God, I fucked up this whole thing. Ah, fuck. Uh, you can follow us, the Foul Housemates, on Anchor. You can follow us on SoundCloud. Eventually, hopefully, Spotify, once Anchor decides to put it up. Uh, maybe other streaming services. Maybe Pandora. Not Pandora. What's the other one? Who knows? This has been episode three of Foul Housemates. I am your loving host, Liam Wolf. Of course, joined every week by Dan Caprio. We will see you eventually at some point in time in the near future. Adios, amigos. Uh, Buenas noches. I don't know. 